Welcome to, or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. JJ Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner, back at you once again, gearing up for All Out. We are here. We are not in Chicago this year. Um, wow. It is a blessing in disguise, isn't it being? We have a bunch of other stuff going on in our lives right now. But yeah. uh, uh, we are glad you guys are, w- are joining us. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you are watching on YouTube, as always, please drop a comment down below. You know, you know, do a thumbs up, subscribe if you want to hear more. Trust me, it definitely helps us out. Every little bit helps. We do appreciate you guys giving us some of your time. Uh, if you want to get in the conversation, otherwise, you can definitely hit us up on Twitter at Total Spot Fest. Jamie, how you? You ready for a big old weekend of wrestling? Am I am actually really excited for the weekend that is AEW's WrestleMania weekend, if you will. Like, there's a lot of wrestling going on in Chicago, and I am here for it a whole lot. And they, I don't now correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think last year they did the Go Home Dynamite in Chicago. No, they did. Did they do it? Okay, I couldn't remember if they did or not. Yep. Something was telling me that they didn't. So I was thinking that you know, but yeah, there's. There's so much stuff going on. We're going we're gonna to talk about it briefly here coming up. But uh, how's your week been otherwise, man? I know you've been, uh, you know, you got start of softball seasons happening, um, all sorts of great yeah, things happening. Yeah, Jessica and Audrey have started rec softball, and Bailey, uh, Megan has started high school ball. So, yeah, it's 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 a thing. <laughs> it's a it's softball a household, man. Do you, yes. do you think for a minute, like maybe, like hey, Matt, one of them might play soccer, or might do something else, or is it always going to be softball for all? Well, we thought Audrey wanted to do co- uh, competitive soccer, and then she's like, "No, I'm out." And uh, she's like, "No, I really want to do softball." And like with watching her play, it's like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see her be a competitive softball player. She's not that bad. Um, she's farther along than megan was at that age hitting wise definitely not fielding or like catching a ball but i mean she does what, everything else eight seven seven she's seven, she's seven. <laughs> so <laughs> and and megan at that time could catch a ball she could throw which audrey can throw a field a grounder no problem all that but she still struggles with the simple mechanics of just catching a ball she's still a little afraid of the ball but if she gets that out of her system she will she'll be pretty damn good pretty special all right why well, good to know. And she can hit know. the date. She can hit the maybe. Shit out of the ball maybe you'll get more. Maybe you'll get more than one getting the scholarship. Oh, God, that would be <laughs> great. Uh, anyway, well, I'm I'm excited because I know tonight starts college football. Yes. Well, I mean, yes. technically started last week, but Mizzou's on tonight. My guys start tonight, so I am stoked for football season. And then we are a week away from NFL. Uh, just a short month until hockey. So wrestling's kicking up football, hockey. It's beautiful time of the year. But the most important thing, pumpkin spice lattes are back at Starbucks. (laughs) Oh my God. You don't even drink coffee. No, I think it's the dumbest <laughs> thing of all time. But that's okay because you can get pumpkin spice fucking everything here. Did you ever hear? Yeah, you, you ever hear Eliza Schlesinger's uh, pumpkin spice bit? No, you should go check it out. I don't know if you're I don't know if you're a fan of Eliza Schlesinger's comedy or not, but I'd have to see it. Yeah, it's it's a good bit. I'll send you a link later. So. Okay. okay. Let's not talk about uh, PSL. Let's talk about some uh, some wrestling because uh, we said lots like of wrestling, wrestling coming up, but wrestling happening just continuously. We went to a show this past Friday. We did. Uh, yes, we did. 
We really did. It was uh, Journey Pros, A Weekend of Journeys 2. We had Chris and Hartzell confirmed on the on the day before pre-show, or the day before kind of like hype-up show. We'll talk about that in a second, actually, that word. But, um, you know, on the their kind of like, like card, you know, final wrap-up Twitch stream, you know, that next year – we can, or whenever they said, they didn't say next year, but it was saying whenever Weekend of Journeys 3 is, they're going to take some one of the suggestions that was given out and use that as the subtitle for Weekend of Journeys 3. Yeah. I, I don't know, know if it's going to be yours or not, Jamie, but it's definitely not going to be mine. I didn't put anything in there. I don't think My, I put anything in there. I, I put something stupid. I put something like the Emancipation of Britney Spears or whatever, something of that, of that nature. <laughs> Because it's so random, I was just like, eh, whatever. But uh, no, we get drinks to happen. Uh, short lemonade park. Good evening. It was night. Nice. It wasn't steaming hot. It was a good time. Megan came out with us. We did the pre-show. Uh, I have some issues with uh, the audio engineers that run uh, <laughs> ran the show for our friends at Journey Pro. But that being said, um, show was so was- fun. Yeah, it was great. It wasn't a super long show, which I enjoyed. It was only about like he said they were going to be done at ten thirty, and they were done on the dot at ten thirty. It was crazy, like on the dot, on two the and a half hours, perfect timing. It wasn't too long, um, and a lot of good action too. We saw some pre, we saw some yeah. first times. We had a Howlett run in. We're going to have a big Howlett's match versus the the Reckoning. Uh, you know, next month, um, and Megan got to go to her first Journey Pro show. She did, and she was involved in the Tasty Mix Challenge. She was. was Yeah, so it was a great moment for her. Uh, So Anakin, uh, what's Anakin's last name? Murphy. (laughs) Anakin Murphy. Andy. Little Andy. Little Andy. Um, Honestly, as you little Andy. I can't do voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so little Annie there, um, he was, he was on the side right in front of us and, and Megan happened to actually, I caught a bag of tasty mix. I actually grabbed out of your clutches. I like was I going for it. And you, it. you straight up Rod Woodson me just boom. boom. It. <laughs> it was kind of impressive. I was kind of proud of myself. <laughs> me. Look, look um, at the lineman playing DB over here. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a linebacker too, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, but it, it but anyway, like we got it. Megan's is eating, eating the the tasty mix. She's like, "This is the best thing I've ever had." Other these cheese balls are just a little too intense. I'm like, I agree. But everything else is great. The Cheerios are great. Um, but anyway, so Anakin's right there. He's like, "Kid, come here, help me up, help me up." And so she helps him up, and then he asks for the bag of chips, and then he he grabs a handful, throws it in his mouth, gets the win right it after. Held him to victory. Guy's snacks propelled him to the victory. <laughs> then he gets up, and then like JJ and I are both telling him, like, "Get up, get up, get up, give, get up give him the rest of the bag. Give me the rest of the bag. Give me the rest of the bag." You know, it's kind of like uh, you know, bite the soap, make him look like a dick. Um, <laughs> you know, anybody can name that movie. Put it in the comments. I'd be very proud of you, and you've officially made my list. Um, but anyway, so she's up there. Anakin grabs the the uh, tasty mix, dumps it all over himself, gives him a tasty mix shower as he walks out. It was a great moment for for Megan. She definitely loved that. Uh, she also loved meeting the Howlets and of course JDX. She thought JDX was so hot. Oh, um, he is so hot right dude. now, though. <laughs> he is so hot. Like on on the wrestling, like do you, he, Ooh, he's facing. Match. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that match between him and Darian Darian was amazing. But amazing. Um, he has been on a roll. He's faced Takeshka. He's got another one going against uh that young kid, uh the seventeen year old kid, Nick Wayne. Wayne. He's got a match with Nick Wayne coming up. It's like this guy. If he is not signed by this time next year by somebody, I will be absolutely flabbergasted. I think for sure he's got – I mean, all it takes is that you just need – kind of like when we talked to Sam Beal, for those of you who heard our interview with Sam Beal, you know, because you know, it, it's not it's not all luck, but there's a good point of right place, right time that comes the fixtures into it. A little bit of what yeah. he had, and I think the same thing for JDX. He's got to just be at that right place at the right time. He he's doing the work. He's in the circles. He's been on dark many times over, right? You know. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be great for you know MLW. I think that you know in you know Impact. I he's got a little. I don't know if they have the room for him right now. Right now, but within the next year, I could definitely see him fitting in. I think he would fit in good on Impact. I think MLW for sure. Um, I don't know if his style necessarily is really in New Japan's uh, New Japan strong or not. You know, I think that he, he could, would fit. New I think he Japan could do strong. it. You know, but that's yeah. He just moved up to, uh, um. What's Minnesota. The, who's it? Minnesota. And then now you talk about going all the way to the West Coast to meet LA Dojo stuff. It's like, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I think he could fit in anywhere. You know, I think that. I would know. like to see him in GCW. Like, I think GCW fans would eat him up. I think he'd be. I'm surprised he's not done GCW because he's wrestled all the people to be at that level. I mean, he's at that level, right? I mean, he's wrestled. Yeah. Yeah. He's wrestled it's just he's a wrestled, matter of giving you know, him the opportunity. Right, um, and you know, next time GCW comes through the the upper Midwest, I think that we need to, we need to we need to need to get him on there. I mean, he's been featured on F- Effie knows of him very well, so I'm sure yeah. others around that circle do. I mean, Effie's worked with him here and other places, um, but others have as well. So I mean. We cannot stop singing the praises of JDX. Obviously, Jamie's wearing the man's damn shirt. You can't really see completely, but. Got hard to see. <laughs> there we go. Justin D. Xavier things. Yep. It's pretty good. The D stands for does a lot of cool shit and deserves a contract. D stands for deserves a contract. That's right. That's what it should be. Um,. Yeah, but other than that, the show was really good. We had a good tag team match, and Christian Rose uh, retained his title in a very good match against Jake something. Um, yeah, so we have to see where this goes from here. So um, next Journey Pro shows have been announced. So September, we're doing a little double dip. So they're continuing on with what they started last year. Last year, they did a uh, free show at what is it? It's the Edwardsville Fall Festival or something of that nature, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Fall Fest. Fall Fest, Edwardsville, Kansas. They're doing Autumn Fest. Autumn Fest. Autumn. Autumn Fest. Autumn Fest. Mr. Tumnus. No. Um, (laughs) It's uh, the 17th, Saturday, September 17th. It's a daytime show uh, at the Autumn Fest in Edwardsville, Kansas. It's going to be a family-friendly show. So it's not going to be your typical, um, you know, fuck them up howlets, you know, <laughs> show. But it's going to be a lot of good fun. And then they're doing uh, a standard, if you would, or a, you know, typical Journey Pro show uh, on the 30th. And from my knowledge, 
we don't have an, a, a place announced for that yet. It could be at Agnes. It could be like they did last year in September out at the ball field in Edwards. We don't know yet. So I think it's going to be at the ball field, but it has not been announced other than just a date. So that's all we know, unless you've heard otherwise. Or two things, Jack and shit. Jack left town. <laughs> so, but regardless, we know of one match already, but it's going to be a good time there. Um, yeah. So Journey Pro. Like we, we, we keep singing their praises. I know that they're they're doing things the right way. You know, some of the shows maybe haven't been as as heavily attended to based on, you know, rotation of locations. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's you know, it mixes it up because you got a little something different every time. But you know, the the product is spot on. And as always, if you're if you can't make it Go on twitch.tv slash journey number two anarchy, journey to anarchy. Watch them. It's, it's a good time had by all. So, so freaking we'll talk to those audio engineers next month and get that, uh, <laughs> that pre-show audio fix though. That really drove me crazy. <laughs> I know, but it was still a good time. It happens. It's fine. They didn't have the usual guy. It's all good. Cause they, you know, they got it all figured out. I'm not going to hold a grudge or anything like that. Don't worry about it. it it's okay. It'd be good. So, um, yeah. Before we get to talking about more upcoming wrestling, every week we like to spotlight somebody out there running the circuit for the independent wrestling community. Somebody you may have seen, somebody you maybe you haven't seen. So, Jamie, I'm going to assume that you have prepared an independent wrestler spotlight for this week. I did. I did. I really did. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm ready. No. no. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a little bit bigger than <laughs> okay, all independent right. nowadays. No, this guy has been to Journey Pro twice. Ooh, and okay. he is one half of a dynamic tag team that has face off against the Howlets. Hmm. And that is the Infantry. Uh, he is. Bad news and tattoos, Mr. Carly Bravo, who now has a show with Ziggy Dice starting next week. Such a good idea. (laughs) Yes. It's called Bad Taste. And I'm here for it. It's so good. And it it features uh, the two of them plus Ziggy's uh, French Bulldog. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And we're all here for the dog. And even Ziggy said that. It's like. Everybody's gonna watch it for the I mean, dog. Look at Gordo. Look at him. He is adorbs. He's something. I'm not a big French Bulldog fan, but yeah. Really? Oh, I like Frenchies. Yeah. I mean, we had one that walked around our office all the time and peed and pooped everywhere. Well, that we're not gonna get we're not gonna get into that one, but <laughs> in general. And they tried to get over on, on Instagram and failed miserably, which I thought oh. was even better. Let's let's so. keep off politics out of the way. Carly Bravo! <laughs> Yes, Carly Bravo, uh, excellent wrestler, half of the infantry, as you all know, with uh, Sean Dean. Um, absolutely phenomenal. The guy is a great wrestler, charismatic as hell. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy him, and I I liked him when he did the infantry, but when he was actually here for that, that, that triple threat with JDX and Anaya, yeah. that's when he shined by far the most I've ever oh, yeah. seen 
And he was so God bless him good. Like just crazy good. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't want to, and I mean, no disrespect at all, to Sean Dean, but I feel like the infantry is kind of an extension of Sean Dean's character and Carly. He, he has the military background and all this stuff. He, if you haven't heard his story, go check it out for sure. We'll put some links down below for all this stuff coming up, but you know, but I feel like he fits so much better into his own mold, which is just a little bit different than Sean. So that's why I kind of like him more as a singles wrestler. Just so like I like Sean Dean more as a singles. I, I like them together as a team is fine, but I think they're both better individually. That's one of those weird situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you can follow him on the Twitters. He's a good Twitter follow. Actually, he's a superb Twitter follow at Carly Bravo. Pretty simple there. It's, it's like, Charlie without the H, because <laughs> I always thought it's Charlie Bravo. We yeah, you know. we butchered that for a hot hot minute. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I I failed on that miserably. If you've watched our previous ones, so That's if okay, he's watching, I apologize. We 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 Don't both have it. had our our uh, our trouble saying names. So hey. <laughs> That's fair. We got that fixed up. and I mean, shit. How many times did I keep saying Howlitzer for, for Heidi's last name? I know, and I never got it. Like, where did you get Howlitzer? It's a Howlitzer. It's a Howlitzer, like a gun. And then, boom, like a Howlitzer, right? You know? Yeah, it's, and it's, she spells it just like the gun, the Howlitzer. Well, I always thought there was an L in it. That's why. I'm sorry. It's anyway. so weird. It's no so L's, weird. no H's. Only good wrestling. Go follow Carly. Um... <laughs> So great, great pick. And if you get a chance to see him, like you said, he's, he is fantastic. He's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see his show. Him and Zicky, their promo that they put out for the show looks great. So, mm-hmm. um, Well, I think Carly might be in action this weekend because, oh, my God, starting tonight, there's just wrestling. If you're in the Chicagoland area, first of all, God bless you. You are in for so many options <laughs> over the next couple of days. All out, of course, happening on Sunday. We're going to talk about that at the end. Got all the supporting bits going along with that. I mean, you have a live rampage on Friday. Plus, you have Fan Fest. There's AEW softball tournament or charity softball game. There's the pre-show. There's all sorts of things. You're going to have Busted Open Radio is going to be there. They're going to be doing things. You got... The local independents are doing stuff. So Zello's got something going on. Freelance has something going on. I think Black, Black Label, Wrestling Matters. Yeah, Black, Black Wrestling, Wrestling Matters. matters. Um, JDX will be there on Friday night wrestling frontman Jossie. Two friends of the show. I mean, that show is going to... Oh my god! And there's and it's and this is what this is what I loved because when we found out when we found this out when we were in Chicago last year for All Out. You can literally just go wrestling almost 24-7. With GCW running shows late and early. <laughs> like, yeah. You can go to Black Wrestlers Matter, then go to Three Cups Stuffed. Then you can go next day, you go back for more wrestling. And then, you know, to, you know, wrestle all day, all evening. Then Saturday morning, you've got Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Or Sunday morning, you've got Effie's Big Gay Brunch before All Out. And it, just, it just goes goes to town lots and lots of wrestling you can spend a lot of money just going to wrestling shows yeah. like easily a thousand dollars just going to wrestling shows yeah and it's just just going there and and merch and oh my god so much stuff that doesn't include the chicago beef and uh and uh giordano's but we do want to talk about a, i want to talk about a couple little things there so 
tons of shows going on, like we said. You mentioned one match. We're super excited to kind of see what's going to happen. Black Wrestlers Matter. I'm excited to see, and I might even buy, I don't know if I'm going to buy the full collective for GCW. That's a lot of time <laughs> to invest this weekend. Uh, but I'm definitely excited to see Saturday nights. Uh, GCW is kind of their, if you want to call it their main event show that they're doing. It's the Art of War Games, the second one they're doing. So they're doing the War Games match. Five tag teams going against each other. Plus, you've got a bunch of other shit happening. You've got uh, Moxie versus uh, uh, Gage, I believe, is ha- or, or is is happening this weekend. Nick Gage, which is and insane when he's got a big match against the an next opponent. Right, he's got yeah. he's got you know his company's biggest pay per view the next day, and if Nick Gage loses, so it's title versus careers the way they're doing it. So we know what's happening. So here. you know what's happening, unfortunately. Yes. But they're doing other stuff to make up for that. So we got the, the War Games match, like I said. Five tag teams for the tag team title in a War Games match. So a different approach to a War Games, which I appreciate. They're doing a two-match double ladder scramble match. I have no idea what that means. But a two-ring, excuse me, a two-ring double ladder scramble of... Sure, let's fucking go, right? <laughs> There's gonna be something hanging from both. Of them. I don't know how this works. I'm I'm excited. Sounds crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and they got a litany of other matches. The one that stuck out in my head was a tag team match. Aussie Open. I don't know if this is their GCW debut. This might be their second GCW show. I'm not 100 percent sure. But Aussie Open versus the tag team of Nick Wayne. Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Ooh. That's low key. Go steal the steal the show. What's one of those type of matches that you're like, ooh, look look the fuck out for this. I mean, Ozzy Open's just ridiculous, so he's so 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 good. And I remember in LA that uh you know Nick Wayne and uh Will Ospreay was mind boggling good. So Tons of good stuff yep. there. We keep seeing the praise at GCW, but there's other stuff happening as well all weekend. Please check out Fight TV, uh, other resources. I think Independent Wrestling TV's got some stuff going on as well. Um, you're able to find it for sure. Stick to Twitter. You'll see all sorts of just bonkersness happening. So, yay! All out weekend. It's, it's like WrestleMania week. Really. It's getting to be that point. It's almost there. It's insane. <laughs> Now there's other stuff happening too. We were we were debating going to Iowa. We we are because wrestling at Revolver used to be pro wrestling Revolver, not just wrestling Revolver. Um, has got a show on the 17th, and we we were talking about it, but it's another 8 p.m. show, which is fine if you're there, and, right? If you're in yeah. if you're in Des Moines, cool. It's a three-hour drive, and like I don't want to just go up there, get a room for the night, and go like in the morning. You know, like yeah, that seems like a waste. I'd rather just drive. Yeah, yeah. Because it's three hours. You know, it's just it's just gonna be a late night. Like we could probably do it. I just need to get something better than a sugar-free Red Bull next time. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not be up at five a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like they have a monsters ball match that's gonna happen. They have Swerve, uh, Swerve in Your Glory is gonna be there. Uh, Josh Alexander's gonna be there. Like, dude, th- th- this show looks redonkulous. 
and we've never not had a good time at Revolver. Uh, no. Seating aside, and considering the last time we went, we had that annoying teenager that just kept standing in our goddamn way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was really annoying. Aside from that, though, I mean, we've never not had a good time. They put on great shows, great matches. Sammy and crew, they know how to put on a, a show, so... Absolutely, uh, they do. That's on the seventeenth as well, though. So we got we got to make some decisions uh, for sure because Junior Pro's got that live show, but also there's this going on. And hey, you know, like I said, there's lots of great stuff. It feels like fall is definitely just because football and hockey's picking up doesn't mean that wrestling is. Uh, this is, feels like wrestling is like hotbed season two, right? You know, they're just going to town because after this. We have All Out, we have this, we have coming up not too distant future, the 21st, I believe, is uh, Grand Slam. You've got uh, Bound for Glory is not far off. I think that's happening sometime in September, too, um, for Impact Wrestling. You've got, you know, stuff just just click setting off for the next, like, two months, two, three months solid, so. Yeah. Get ready. Well, want to talk Dynamite? Let's talk some news first. Okay, let's give us get some news out there. What 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 what's been going on in the wrestling world, Jamie? So two things I wanted to bring up. One I don't officially believe, and the other one I just wanted to get your 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 thoughts on. Hmm, and okay. The first one is supposedly <laughs> the beef has been squashed between Sammy Guevara. And Eddie Kingston. They had a conversation. They shook hands. They both apologized, according to reports. And I'm not buying it for one fucking second because okay. it's Eddie Kingston. True. Okay. I hear what you're saying there. Eddie is the type of man who would like he still he still has beef with Claudio. You know. Still. <laughs> still to this day. And Claudio, for his most part, is not really looking to squash that beef either. He's like, well, fuck you too, you know? So, that being said, Eddie, from all accounts, is the type of man that if you came up to him and did do the thing, he would squash it. He's he's, he's that kind of, he's cut from that sort of cloth. That, I was like, I have a problem with you until the day we die unless we make it right. And if you go to make it right, like, all right, we're good now. And Sammy, for what it's worth, I mean, character aside, he's actually a really nice person, is what everybody said. Is always said, right? You know, look at the vlog before it started getting to be like all kayfabe. I haven't even watched this vlog in like months. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I gave up on it. Because <laughs> it just turned out to be all kayfabe. And it was just like, oh my God, I don't care. But, you know, he got, he got fucking Fuego a job. Well, he's working there. Well, he was part of the inner circle, you know, <laughs> and they were yeah. still heels. So, I mean, I could see Sammy wanting to be the bigger man and or wanting to step up. He did that the whole Sasha Banks thing. Remember that whole thing happened, and he reached yeah. out and they, they, he, hey, I apologize. He went and he did the work and he got the treat, you know, the classwork and all that stuff and got better. You know, I believe it. No, you don't, but I believe it. Maybe I'm still I think, optimist, so, optimist. I don't know. So I think, this is this is why I think, I think it's cool for now, but Kingston will never forget. 
And no yeah. matter what, no matter what, Sammy's dead to Kingston. Just like Claudio is. Just like CM Punk is. And these other guys. Like they once they wrong him, they're dead to him. But He'll I, be cool with them and cordial and professional, but they're dead to him. I'm with you, but I don't think that he intentionally wronged him in the way that like his beef with Claudio, I understand, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And his beef with CM Punk, I de- I understand as well. You know, apparently CM Punk has that same similar sort of beef with other people too, right? You know, sorry. Yeah. You, 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 if you're in this business long enough, you're gonna get some skeletons. Doesn't matter who you are, everybody has them, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't know if, and maybe I don't have the full behind the scenes of the story, but I feel like it was. I don't really know what Sammy did to really get him this hot, as hot as he was at Claudio or Punk. Yeah, I understand I the fat shaming, I understand it, but it was it was kind of a little bit, and it's just like sometimes you can spit and you know you shoot you shoot a little too far, right? That's what it felt like, and maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. I I don't think it was that bad. Oh no, you have to be there, obviously. Um, yeah, I can't speak for him, for sure. I know. Yeah, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Um, so, I don't know. I don't we'll know. see what happens. Well, Eddie doesn't... You're right. Eddie's not the type of person who, even if you're, even if you're good, he still remembers, right? <laughs> yeah. That's fair. What was the other bit of news All you right. had? So, there was our Marty Squirrel sighting. Really, a wrestling Marty Squirrel Squirrel side. I cannot say his last name. Squirrel, 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 Squirrel. Like girl, but what that's girl. So a wrestling um, sighting or just like in out in the public sighting? Well, he was with a bunch of wrestlers okay. at um, the Daniel Gracie Orange County Gym in Orlando, Florida. He was there with get a load of the card of people that he was training. I know training the picture with. you're talking about. I know what you're okay. So um, the Women of Honor champion Sumi Sakai, who is a stud, Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes, your boy, Bodie Hayward, Matt Riddle. I do remember seeing that picture. I saw it. I scrolled right past it. Didn't even look at it. But so Marty. So hmm. this is where I wanted to get a good conversation with okay. you about Marty. He has been doing a lot, a lot to re. What's the word I'm looking for? Pay for his sins. Like a he tone. is a tone. Yes, he is. He's he's been working very hard about reconciling his his past issues that he had, you know, with the Me Too movement and he got put on blast and he got fired from NWA and like he has been blacklisted by wrestling, but he's been working very hard, very diligently trying to get back in there. Um I know he was booked for a show with uh um uh oh my god, the 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 the, the Cobra guy. Um Oh, uh, Satino Morella? 
the Tino Morales show. So Santino had a show, and he got booked for it. And Santino went to bat for him, saying, you know, he's 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 good. He's he, like he's been publicly about going to therapy about things and everything like that. It's like, do we give him another shot? Like hmm. he's not going the Joey Ryan route. Well, yeah, it takes it takes a lot. I don't think anybody is. Well, I don't want to say that, but there's not many out there that are full Joey Ryan esque, right? You know, so. I mean, here, okay. <clears throat> to be fair, the specifics of a lot of the things in the Me Too movement weren't fully released out in the public as they shouldn't have been, right? Yeah. And it's a great thing that happened that people got put on blast for things that they did, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Some things were big, some things were... Not as big. Some things were repetitively big, right? So I don't want to assume that I remember exactly where Marty fit in that pattern. But you're right. He never denied anything. He was always, you know, up front. He, he, to a man, took the blame. He said, yes, I jacked, I screwed up. It was me. Yes. Apologies. He's worked. Counseling. The whole nine yards. I I say give him a shot. You know, if here's the thing, because it's like it's a slippery slope that for sure when we get down to it. Because mm -hmm. do you give him a shot? Does that mean you have to give everybody a second shot? Does that mean that you're basically disregarding the long term effects of what they had done to people in the past? I don't know the answer to that. So. For me, it it's all about PR. Everybody True. knows any kind of press is good press, good or bad. Yeah. Like look at WWE. They had bad press and now they're pumping two million a, a, a night on Raw like like it's nothing now. Um back to the promise lane, if you will. Right. You know, bad press is good press and he is a PR nightmare because anybody gets signs him. If any, if he goes anywhere, they're gonna get severe backlash. Mm -hmm. So he is working out with a whole bunch of WWE guys. Great. That's the last place he should go because of all the stuff that Vincent Kennedy McMahon <laughs> did. Well, I don't. Um, I don't see him going to any big promotion to start off with. Yeah. So, like, does he deserve another shot? I don't know. As a father of four daughters, my perspective will probably be a little bit different than yours. Absolutely. You know, because if it was one of my daughters, I would want to take him out. Yeah, you, yeah, you, and, and shoot him. Yeah, be maiming at the minimum. Yes. No, no, he'd be dead. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's one of those things. Like I, I understand people making mistakes. You know, I've made mistakes. Everybody's made mistakes. But there are certain cardinal sins that are kind of hard to forget and people to move on from. It'd be very, very difficult, in my opinion, for anybody to take a chance on him and take a flyer right now. Not to say in a few years from now, when things you get even more cool, whatever. So maybe in a few years he gets a shot? I mean, and it, I don't know. And therein lies the real kind of issue with this question is that 
if there was limited number of people or if he was not okay i don't mean it like this but if he was not easily replaceable by somebody as talented as him then this wouldn't even be as big of a conversation but the fact is there are so many people out there that can fit into those shoes and put on just as good if not a better match character the whole nine yards that don't have the history why even go down that route you know so it's a tough thing to say you know it does does he want to get back into wrestling full time is he you know i don't i don't know you guys let us know would you give marty scroll another shot that's a tough one like that's a real tough i want to say yes i want to say yes but everything every fiber of my body is like no Okay. Just because I'm a I'm a dad. I think I hate to use that as my crutch. Well, as a dad of daughters. You go off you go like, off what you know. I mean, it's like and I yeah. don't have that experience. So I mean I don't you know, I I would tend to, you know, say, Yeah, yeah, give him a shot. He says he's says he's worked, he's done the, the work and if the you know here's here's the I I don't want to go down that. You guys let us know. I I would say I would say tentatively yes. Give him a shot, small promotion, see how it goes, right? You know. Then again, everybody said that about uh <laughs> Tessa Blanchard, man. Look what happened at Wow. Lather rinse repeat for her. <laughs> yeah, no joke. So, you know, somebody you know, people have said, but you know, it's been famously said, you know, you are who you are. People don't change, right? I don't believe yeah, that. But there's either. some there's some some truth to that at times. Yeah, I mean, some people don't change. Like, we have one friend that we've known for tw- the better part of a decade is the exact same person. 100%. The exact same person. Just eats pizza, stays up all night, only eats mac and cheese, stuff like that. Mom calls for everything. They're the exact person. They have not evolved. Like uh, I don't know if they ever will either. <laughs> no, no, and that's fine. Like I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's like that's thing. who they are. It's not a bad thing. That's right. who they identify as. That's who they are. More power to them. I've evolved. You have evolved. Like it's just it's one of those things. Like some people do evolve and some people don't. Mm-hmm. And what category does this guy live in? It looks like he's making all the steps to show he's evolved, yeah. but the public. <sighs> The public eye is the almighty voter on this whole Plus, thing. Plus, the thing is, like, you know, everybody from that movement, for the most part, I don't know if anybody that's really come back. I know Kurt Stallions tried to and yeah. not he succeeded very well. well he's, he's, he's kept he's, going he's, with it. Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Besides what he, the other stuff that he has done and been accused of, he's just an idiot in general, you know, because it's like, it's like, all right, well, I messed up, but here, let me take the shovel and just make it, make, just shut up. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't really know many others that have actually come fully back. So this could just be not in history that hey, you messed up and that cost you that. That's life. Figure something else. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I do know. All out is coming up on Sunday, and we had a go home show. It is last night. And what a go-home show it was. It was interesting. It was definitely a very good... It was the most go-homey show I have watched <laughs> from AEW. Uh, that was... By okay, far. 100% my first thought, when the, especially when they opened the show, so like, uh, half hour in, I'm like, 
this is the textbook definition of a go home show. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like four matches. There like, was five was matches, like, although one okay. of them you could probably throw out. So there was yeah. Yeah. So what weren't a whole bunch of matches? They were really good matches. Um, but um, very good. lots, lots of promos, lots of promos because it's a go home for all out. The granddaddy of them all, yeah. if you will. And they had to finalize the card because they had to finalize the card until and it's still not technically final, final, but yes. It yes. the card so, last night. So Moxley's oh Moxley opens the show with promo number one for him. <laughs> yes. He's very um, present this night. Yes. And he's called out like how great he is. People are booing him because he's in Chicago, whatever. But then they start cheering him at the end because he was speaking some bad truth at the end. Like, I'm the best. No one can touch me. Yeah. I can out wrestle you. I can out do anything. Like he he's not lying. Like he was not lying. He has an open contract and he doesn't know who's gonna sign it, but here it is, left in the middle of the ring. And then here comes Ace Steel. Good old Ace Steel, yep. Grabs it, puts it in his back pocket, and walks in the back. Put a pin in that for later, folks, because that's a thing. If you know Ace Steel is, you already know where this is going if you didn't watch. Yeah, then you had not so good of a match. I'm not even going to lie. This match did not trip any of my triggers whatsoever, and it has one of the best technical wrestlers of all mm-hmm. of all the realms. And it's Brian Danielson versus Jake Hager. Yes, of course I'm talking about Jake Hager's technical prowess, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, in college, he was a technical prowess when he won national championship, but that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's not a good wrestler. I'm sorry. It just, um, they, didn't, they didn't match. They didn't match well. It just felt weird. Brian Danielson, of course, wins. He gets jumped by the JAS. Then here comes BCC. They make the save. Mm-hmm. And then here comes um, Jericho with with a a chair to go ahead and hit Danielson. But then here comes Daniel Garcia, rips it out, and is like, you don't need to cheat. You can beat him in the ring because right before the match, Daniel Garcia professes allegiance to the JAS and says he's got his back. He's going to win and all this good stuff. But then he does that, like takes away the chair. You don't need to. You're good enough to beat him on your own and all this stuff. So it's a very un-JAS thing to be saying as you're pledging allegiance to the JAS. Yeah. Daniel Garcia on a pole match confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really weird. Um I enjoyed the next segment, even though it was a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, so the wingmen are out there with picket signs, more wingmen on, on TV. which was protest, great. come back from commercial break. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there are signs. And then the Hollywood hunks on, on, on the mic say that, you know, they need to be on TV and everything. And then W. Morrissey's music hits out of nowhere. I... And he, he walks down. Looking more shredded than Julian Salad, man. Like, he looked ripped. He just destroys the entire wingman. Like, just destroys all of them. Like, yep. he 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 kicks freaking Cesar Bononi into oblivion. Like, it was just sick. And then here comes Stokely Hathaway. Gives him a, a card. And he shakes his head. He's like, come on. They're, um, yep. they're leaving. And then Tony Schiavone's like, what's the... What's with the business cards? And then, in typical heel fascist, yeah, business. Uh, <laughs> they get into kind of a heated thing. So, whatever. We'll finally figure out what this Stokely Hathaway thing is. 
I believe next Wednesday. That's a po- it's a post pay per view for sure, but Morrissey's contract had expired. He did sign an initial six month extension a while back, but then it had expired not too long ago with Impact. He was looking for other things. He did have that one appearance on Dynamite where he was the hired gun of Jericho or MJF or somebody. I don't remember who. Jericho, but, um, I think. It was MJF, you're right. It was MJF. I can't remember. Yeah, but anyway, you know, so, hey, you know, I think that's fine. You know, I once again, I kind of like the, the whatever this faction is that he's putting together, this thing that Stokely's doing. You've got the Ass Boys, Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, and now W. Morrissey. It's a pretty pretty solid, solid faction right there, guys. Pretty solid. We'll see what it, we'll see what it, what it materializes into, though. Yes. Um, after this, um, you had Don Callis and Will Ospreay talking to each other. I thought that was great because it really set up the main event. Which so good to have Don Callis back, event. right? So good to have Don Callis Oh, my Callis God. He's a TV. treasure. People hate him, but I love him what? because, like, yes. oh, you're supposed to hate him. Exactly. He's got the good heat. He's got the good heel vibes for me, man. Like, I love him. It's magic on the mic. But then you had a banger match right after this. Yeah, only one women's match, though. You didn't have two. You had plenty of time. You could have done two, two, two matches. I'm just saying, Tony. You know, this is a go home. You could put it's Ruby a go home show. They're not going to do that. I know. I know. And I know, I know we got Ruby again next Wednesday, next on Friday. Hey, Ruby. You know, with Ortiz doing the whole, you know, rematch of what was a pretty damn good match between them and Sammy and Ty from Rampage. Yeah. But still, four women in a match. So that's good. You know, everybody. Yeah. Everybody in the main event for, or everybody in the title match at All Out was tag, tagged up. And it was it was a good fun. Everybody got good spots, too. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Britt Jamie with Rebel. Um, <laughs> Still on that against, Rebel kick, huh? Of course. Um, with Tony Storm and Akai Rushida, this match was excellent. Top to bottom, left to right. B-A-B-A select start, man. This thing was amazing. It had everything you wanted. There was an amazing finish. The finish was phenomenal. That was my favorite. So, Akira Shida pulled Jamie Hayter off of the um, apron because Britt was trying to go for a tag. She knocked her out. Right when that happened, she fell into the corner, got nailed with a hip attack by Tony. It looked spectacular. Then Tony jumps out does a tornado ddt on on hater on the outside then brit stumbles and akira shida hits her with the the katana uh kick and it looked like it legit connected on her freaking forehead oh, I think it definitely and, did <laughs> and akira shida gets gets the pin so tony and akira shida get the win but oh my god that flurry at the end i love tony she went she she did the hip attack and then instantaneously did a roll through the ropes into the like the, no wasted motion at all. All four of them it were was, very oh. spot on. Jamie Hader is a is a future megastar. Right, she's a star already, but she is a megastar in the making. I mean, she yeah. When got, she did the double suplex on on both got, Sheeta and Tony, <laughs> she has got all the. I mean, she's got. She's got great character work, camera work. She's got the, the 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 strength, but she's not like, you know, you know, one of these like hulking brutes like you know Kong or whatever who they tends to be written into a corner, you know. So she is she is a megastar. I'm I, big praise for Jamie Hader. I swear to God. Yes, love me some Jamie Hader. 
after this match, you had Kip Sabian talking about Pac, and it's good to see Kip back. Honestly, I really hope he actually wins the match because he's mm-hmm. back for the first time. I hope he takes takes it from Pac. I think that's a that would be a good move. Uh, so they set up their match for All Out. So All Out match there. Then you had the Miro promo, oh, Miro and promo ladies so and gentlemen, Miro, promo Miro so promos good. are the best promos. Even so, though it did have both Darby Alley and Sting in there, I, can, I didn't care because it was still it was still glorious to see Miro. I mean, it just bring me your fools and bring me your pagans. <laughs> last last people I teamed up with, I uh, sent them to meet meet my God. And he sent them straight to hell, and it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. So good. Trios match against House of Black at uh, All Out. So that's how they're going to Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be on their zero hour or if that's going to be on the main. Either way. That's going to be on the main. So they announced the card around this time, too. Because about this time here, you had pretty. Well, no, you have one more thing, and then they announced the the next promo, and then they announced the full card. Go ahead. Let's talk about the next promo because starting the second hour. So, I mean, the most telegraph promo of all time. CM Punk comes out, and first, first things first, he makes fun of a guy, a fat guy, uh, for not having sex twelve times because he started a Colt Cabana chat chant. So, hashtag go fuck yourself, CM Punk. I mean, um, like, just seriously, because that was, uh, he's like, I shouldn't have done that. No shit, you should have done that. You know, it's like, you need to leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, so... CM Punk is really getting under my skin lately. Um, and this... He's so... Whole, he's so, like, you know, bipolar, almost. <laughs> yeah, he was He was like, oh, my foot. And I, I just want to perform for you. I do everything for you guys. No, you do it for dollars. Um... And then he's just like, I don't know. I want to be 100%. And then they said it's 100%. I just don't know. And then here comes A-Steel. And A-Steel's like, I trained you, blah, blah, blah. This was where it got good. Because A-Steel's like, you're not this guy. And just, just straight bitch slapped. It was like, pow, right he actually, across the he actually, face. Said, he actually F-bombed on TV, too. Yes, he sure did. Um, he's like, you're fucking better than this. It's like, uh, what? I go, did I just hear? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and and then right after that, Punk t- flips the switch and Punk becomes Punk again. And then he get like ACL gets with the contract. You signed this, and you're in for a fight on Sunday. Blah blah. blah. The crowd's just going ape, like just going. Yeah. And then he, he then he walks out into the crowd like Moxley, and then he signs the contract in a sea of uh, fans chanting CM Punk, like we didn't know that was coming. In Chicago. I mean, he is Chicago. He is just waxing poetically about the city, and yeah, we get it. Okay, understandable. But telegraphed. Still, I mean, that being said, there was no other really direction you're going to go with that. It just it makes it a little confusing booking-wise, in my opinion. Okay? You have this big thing. You move the matchup on TV to drop the title. This kayfabe injury angle, which you immediately backtrack or brush under the rug for the same match you're going to have the whole time anyway. You just change some roles inside that match because now it's Punk against the big, big bad Moxley as opposed to two Titans going against whatever. 
So I did a little research on this because this was Moxley's idea. Have him do a squash and then the eventuality happening in the main event. This has happened one other time where like two weeks before they have this title match this and I think I... dude gets absolutely demolished and then two weeks later he wins overcomes adversity wins everything no older well just give it to me i can't remember it is hogan oh yeah okay okay hogan warrior yeah hogan warrior yeah yeah okay so two weeks before hogan just absolutely demolishes warrior Come back, Warrior wins. I do remember that because yes, that was one of my that was one of my favorite childhood matches too when we were growing up. Come on, yeah. As Rod said, my brother, I was like, I remember this. When was? <laughs> and there could have been more, but that's the one that I found. <clears throat> it's like, oh yeah. So there's there there could be other ones, but it's a trope for sure. It is a trope, but it was definitely something that is an homage to old and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I, I'm a, the betting odds, everybody, the odds are CM Punk's oh, going to win. Punk. Yeah. CM Punk doesn't lose to Chicago. How crazy it'd be if Moxley drops both his titles in a matter of 24 hours. <laughs> Mark your calendars, folks. If you put that in your bingo card, you're going to win some money. Odds are um, there. Then they, and then they take this to the card just to kind of answer your question. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to run through every match here because... As you know, right now there's a belt hanging over Jamie's head on our, on our little graphic. But that is on the line this weekend because we do picks for pay-per-views. And so next week we will have a full rundown with our results, who the new champion is, and the whole thing. But um, just so you were aware, Jamie, there are a total of 11 matches on the all-out card. Plus three matches on the, on their buy-in or their, their pre-show. So much for Tony booking it easy. I mean, it is their paper. It is their WrestleMania. I give them that. But Fort, they're going to go two nights. They've got to. I mean, they're not far off from it. Fourteen matches. Yeah, fourteen matches. Fourteen, and they've got. Two trios matches in there. Three, excuse me, three trios matches in there. So they're cramming guys in to fit everybody in. And a ladder match. Plus a ladder match, yes. And just so it's like, oh, so much stuff going on. But yeah, 14. Insane. There's some great matches in there. You got uh, Ishii, Kingston 2. Yep. You have Jay Cargill finally dropping her belt to Athena. Right. Yeah, you, you already made mention it. of uh uh Pac and, and Sabian. House of Black versus Miro Sting and Darby. I mean, the acclaim versus the champion swerving her glory. I mean, and this um, I'm sorry. This this casino this ladder match uh, which I don't know what they're calling it, but it's it, whatever. It's this ladder match that they're doing is going to be casino bonkers. battle royale. 
It's the Casino Battle Royale Ladder Match Edition. Well, but it, there's only eight people. That's not a ba- that's not a battle royal. Well, it's a casino. Is that what they're calling it? They're calling it. They're calling it something wrong. What? Whatever. It's yeah, because they got the Joker. Well, because they got the Joker and everything. They have a Joker card to it. You know, well, they have they have basically eight people and seven have been announced. Is what it is. So we're gonna have a surprise surprise entrant. Yeah. But you got Andrade, Roosh, Ray Phoenix, Penta, Dante Martin, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, somebody else. I mean, give me this. Ooh. Ooh, give me this match. We got a preview of it up next. Mm-hmm. We we definitely did. But before that, you had a quick little interview between Jungle Boy and Christian. Sure. I sure. got up and got something to drink I at that know, time. I don't know why you brought it that was... up. Who cares? Just move right on. whatever <laughs> no wrestling folks um but then after this you had wardlow ftr versus silas young ren oh, jones that was, that was and the next match. chris right. benoit i mean vic capri um <laughs> spot on he even does the flying head but if you see him live guys he even does benoit's moves <laughs> does everything uh so anyway warlow and ftr get the win it wasn't even a contest it was kind of ridiculous the big rig into the powerbomb symphony woo um to sanjay Dutt and all them or whatever then here comes moxley for promo number two of the night um he goes if you want your boy um if that's what your boy wants that's what he said like all right, then that's what he'll get. Like he's one off about how punks is gonna get the shit kicked out of him, which we all know is not gonna happen. No, it's gonna be a good match though. So interesting moment coming up. I don't want to say I called it. But you called it. It wasn't no offense, Jamie. It wasn't the hardest to call either. <laughs> I felt like it was a layup. It was like saying it very much was. It's like it was like saying if Lamar Jackson had the chance to throw for 10 yards or run for four, he's going to run. He's going to run every time. Thank you for making that choice. Lamar Jackson, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, that's why no one wants to pay you money. Um, so backstage tens on crutches. He hurt. He, he tweaked his Friday. knee. Right, right. Yeah. Tweaked his knee. Um, and then evil Uno is there and says he'll he'll step in and then here comes Andrade to offer him to be a part of his his uh stabilization whatever and he's like no we're he he offered a 10 and then they're like well no we're dark order for life and then Andrade attacks both of them with the crutch uh so evil uno's out put a pin that because then we'll come back to it here in a minute Dante Martin, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, and Wheeler Yuta. The preview for that that match you're talking about. Flippy, spinny shit, a go-go. I mean, this is at this point in the night where, I mean, the women's match was faint, was great, right? Yes. And But it was this point of the night that it's like it turned from a setup show to a wrestling show, in my opinion. Like, now we're wrestling because from here on out, you had two matches in a promo. It was about 45, 50 minutes worth Oh, oh, yes. so good. Yes, this match was amazing. So good. It was not the match of the night, though, by No, far. Dante Martin is just getting more ridiculous. Like, he needs a real push. He does. He needs a manager. 
He needs Stokely Hathaway. Well, they tried the whole manager thing. They tried him in different variants. Here's the thing is I think that he – I don't know if it's him or Tony or whoever, but they really want the whole tag team thing for him to do with his brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Brother, just, unfortunately, has had a bad run of injuries. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Marty Janetti. It's, it's time for Shawn Michaels to be let loose. I hate to be like that, but that's a – perfect analogy it really is uh darius we get better we do love you <laughs> we do but i'm gonna see you on the barber shop in about two weeks bud i'm oh, sorry as much as you've been heard it's all it's, it's all it's all it's all dante i mean dante is amazing like, i didn't think there's a person out there who could match ray phoenix there's something that can think get close right and then i see mm-hmm. dante and i'm like He's just making up stuff as he goes along that is just unfathomable. You know, it's like. I beg to differ on if there's anybody who can okay, hold a candle to Ray yeah. Phoenix. One of the guys at the final match definitely could. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that you know what I'm saying. Like a completely different You know level. what I'm getting at. You know what I'm getting at. You know, in general. You know, yes. so. Yeah. So this match was amazing. The winner of your match was Wheeler Yuta mm-hmm. by tapping out Dante Martin with the seatbelt. No, he pinned him with it. Oh, he pinned him with the seatbelt. Sorry. Right. He does that. Yeah. I love the way that he sets the sets up. The sets up looks like he's going to go for like a cross face thing, flips him, turns him, spins him. And then it just, it's a, it's a great pin move. It's such a good move. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like who knew a pin move was a finisher, <laughs> um, but Wheeler Yuta makes it makes work. Jamie happy. It sure does. It, it does. I'm a big Wheeler Yuta guy. So after this match, John Silver, Alex Reynolds talk about ten. They're like, "Well, if we have to go, if we have to, you know, take take on three guys as two, like we're gonna do it. We're gonna oh, do no. it." Oh no! What are they gonna do? Who? What? What? What, what could possibly happen? That's that's not fair. Here comes Hanger. Oh, Hangman! Oh Hanger's my like, God! You, you guys need somebody? <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, obviously, you're going to have the Dark Order with Hangman Adam Page going against the Bucks of Youth and Kenny Omega as long as they win their next match, obviously. Right, but that's the way they're drawing these lines up to be. And let's talk about the match first, and then we'll talk more about a couple things. We're not going to preview the whole card. You guys can go. Like I said, it's 14 damn matches, but we're going to talk about a couple things. We'll talk about... The trio's final for sure. This match was the match of the night. 100%. This is one of the this is match of the month. This is, I'm not putting it that high, but it, it was, um, it was, I so watched good. it twice. I watched it twice. And just, it's like, okay, am I, am I being too generous with my ranking? Right. And I have to say, yes, I was. <laughs> um, I, I originally, that's a five star. That is amazing. I backed off. I'm a four and a half. Mm-hmm. But oh my God. I mean, the whole length, the pacing, the story, the ups, the. Oh. I mean, hell, so when Kenny so Omega good. got announced, Kenny is like, has more oh, sale, like more merchandise sales than Will Ospreay. Ospreay. Everything was Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay. And it's like, and then the last time they, they fought a tag team match did not happen in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Um, which is but, ironic because they're in Chicago, which is 
because of Michael Jordan yeah, yeah. is where that whole thing came from. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I do want to say about this match. It was great to see Kenny Omega back. I'm with you. We questioned this two weeks ago. Last week? Two, we questioned this last time they, they he wrestled. Two weeks ago. It's two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. ago. I didn't think it was last week. We questioned this two weeks ago because he had the big brace on, didn't look crisp. There was rust. Worried about his, you know, is he come back too soon? I got, I got the feeling, and it feels sounds like you did too, that I don't have those same concerns anymore. No, he no, does no, no, still no. got a little bit of, you know, some kinks. Not, I want to say it's rust anymore, but there's a little, few little, little kinks. You could tell he's still, you know, he's rehabbing some stuff a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. But no brace on. He looked sharp. He didn't try to go. He also didn't try and go outside of his realm. Like, he tried to do that whole little, like, where he takes the person, he does the spin and flips off him and lands on his feet. He tried to do that, like, immediately in the match two weeks ago, which is probably not yeah, the smartest like, oh, thing do. to do right I, away. Yeah. <laughs> so he did, so he kind of held it. He sort of stayed within himself a little bit, too. But mm-hmm. I feel a lot better. This match had everything, and Will Ospreay is <sighs> not he be- human. He's the, be- he's the best. In- he is the best wrestler in the world. I will say that right now. Without question, you WWE marks fight me because this guy is on a completely different level. He's better than he's better than anybody in WWE. Although the way WWE is going right now, they could actually have some decent matches if they did a crossover. I'm not gonna lie, like I they're would, getting better. They are getting like, much better. They are legit getting better. I watched like, Raw. I had Raw in the background. I watched a few matches again this week, and there's some. They're putting some good matches out there. They actually mm-hmm. are. Um, still do WWE things. They do the whole like kind of the whole like little side swerve and kept EO from getting a title. But still, um, Aaliyah's a champion. Who would have thought, thought that would happen? Yeah, with Raquel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Hey, but but uh, Austin Theory is Austin Theory again. I know. I do appreciate that. You know, but he, you could put him up against that. You could put him up against Johnny Gargano, Will Ospreay. Put him up against that. You know, Tommaso Ciampa. Ospreay. You know, you, Ospreay. You, you you could put anybody. You, we've already seen him and Kenny, right? But him and Kenny, if, if Kenny gets to one hundred percent, is going to be unbelievable. You know, yes, he's lost to. Um, you know, um, oh shit, um, Okada, Okada. I was, I was, I was like, oh, 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 something. I couldn't remember it, but I don't know. I feel like he could, like him and him and Alexander Ponhello match. But storylines be damned. Will Osprey is the best wrestler right now in wrestling. Period. The, there is no other. There is no equal to him. He is. In a different universe, there might be than some bigger characters wrestler. looking at Moxley, and yeah, some other ones, but he's not. But and Moxley's what a different that, type of but, what that man can do in a ring, it's unbelievable, <laughs> is insane. Like Ray Phoenix is not human, we both know that, mm-hmm. but Ray Phoenix can't do what Will Ospreay does, but Will Ospreay can do what Ray Phoenix does. Will Ospreay could do what everybody else does, but he also see does it better. <laughs> we are waxing poetically. If you guys don't like Will Will Ospreay, you can skip ahead about five minutes here. Just FYI. Uh, no. Here is listen. what here is the part that I like the most about Ospreay. Uh, 
he can do the flippy spinny shit. He can do technical shit. He can do he can he is a amalgamation of styles to a man, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he is the complete package. He is probably the best seller in wrestling. Is the part that I love about him. Like he got flipped around. There was a thing they got uh, double turned and flipped and changed midair. And Matt did like a face, like a a power bomb face slam on him. And the way that he just like the little things, the way that he hit the ground, then came up and sold his face in such a fantastic way that was completely believable into a roll out of the ring. Those are the things that put him above everybody else. Like, I mean, what what about what about the clothesline reversal into a power bomb on Omega. Uh, it was actually a liger bomb, but yes. I've never (laughs) ever seen that. It was a liger bomb too, not just a power bomb. Yeah, but like it was a clothesline. He ducked out, did like a flip around him, flipped on top of him. Next thing you know, he's in liger bomb position. It's like, what just happened? Like, I've never seen that. I was like, whoa. Yeah, he's gotten, he's gotten really into doing these high flippy reversals. He did one last week. Like there was the the top up Hurricane Rana, which he flipped out of and turned it into something else on Phoenix. He had another similar one he had against Nick Jackson this week, where Nick went for a reverse spike Rana and he flipped out of that. And it was like, how? <laughs> but Just- but it's a total package. Like I said, he he's he's good at talking. He's got a good look, but he he's all out, right? He he works the match. He knows how to sell, and it makes it believable. It's not just that you know he's better than everybody in that ring. You know the story is expertly told. That's why I love him. Besides mm-hmm. all the flippy spinny shit, yeah, he's he's the best. Like that's oh, so it. Good. So good. Yeah. end of story well but so the best doesn't guarantee you victories unfortunately sure sure doesn't because kenny omega was able to catch fletcher and hit the v trigger and then get the one winged angel for the dub giving us one half confirmed for the trio's final of the elite they'll go against either the dark order with hangman on page or the best friends I mean, so it's pretty simple. We know it's going to be dark. We don't do that. Page. Here's my question to you. So, mm-hmm. and that was the end of the night for the show. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about all out. Okay. Okay. Taking from this into the thing. Do you think dark order can't, well, we know they can, but should the dark order and page, should they win? I say yes. I think I the title does think. more for them than it would for the Bucks and Omega. The Bucks and Omega have a bigger storyline with Adam Cole and Red Dragon whenever they get healthy. So, here's the thing. If Omega and them win, nothing changes for them. You're absolutely they're right. Still, they're still the elite. Just write down another belt under their bio. If they lose, nothing happens to them. They're still the elite. And they're and like I said, they got a bigger storyline waiting for them. You put the belts on the Dark Order with Adam Hangman Page, you give them life and meaning again. You put them from being super in the background to in the forefront again, maybe get them built and grown. 
Maybe Hanger finally becomes that leader. Here's hoping, right? I I'm I think it's time. I'm pro Dark Order on this. I am too. I think I think they should have it. I agree with you on that. Um, and I agree with you on those other things too. You know, it'll be interesting to see our picks. We don't want to get too deep into it, but there's a lot of stuff up there. I think we have the possibility of several titles changing hands. Not going to lie. We do have picks coming. Uh, we will let you guys know next week uh, the results. Oh, Chris is in? All right. Let's go. Let's go. So we've got got somebody, a friend of the show, but somebody from outside of the J Money Club or the Faulkner World Order going to be joining us into the fray. So Chris from Journey Pro, best of luck to you. If I don't win, I hope you do. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, next week, we'll give you guys... Recap of All Out. We'll talk about the picks, talk about who won, fall from All Out, and everything else happening. Like I said, there's a ton of wrestling going on. And here's the thing. It's pretty much a lot of good wrestling going on. This is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Definitely go out there, watch some wrestling. You know, some of the stuff they're showing in bars and they got shit, they're doing they're doing theater showings of, of All Out, for God's sake. Go see some independent wrestling. Go to a wrestling venue near you. If you're near Kansas City, come join us at Journey Pro. It's a good time. If you're not, go see some local wrestling. That's what we got. Like I said, we'll be back next Thursday. Keep an eye out. We do have the interviews coming up here. We usually release those on Tuesday. Please go through, check out some of our most recent interviews, some real good stuff, some great talent that we talked to. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. As always, we do truly appreciate you giving us some of your time. Absolutely. So we will talk to you next week.